Microphone check, one, two, one, two, what is this? It is your boy back in the billy like every week, like I said I was going to do, even though I kind of took a break from recording, but I am back being more consistent. I had to do some school stuff. I had to focus on some life stuff. I had just received some bad news last night or pretty much yesterday, kind of threw my whole mood and vibe off. I was going to record, but I didn't really feel up to par with it, Um, but I'm back in the billy though. I'm back. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? And it's good to be back. It's the it's your boy, like every other time, it's Diaz York, the voice of Washington, the king of Washington. And, um, yeah. So without further ado, how I usually do, let's go ahead and give that round of applause. How's everybody doing? Everybody's doing great out there, and let's go ahead and get right into it. So, I before I even start, I have to grab my cellular device. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was a little faint. I had to grab my cellular device. Here I am going to look up. So, remember when we talked about the Dr. Dre... Um, the Dr. Dre and Nicole Young thing, I'm pretty sure you guys have already heard the news that he won the settlement. I'm just going to read this quick brief article about that whole thing, which I knew she, I knew he was going to win because, like, why would the judge grant? It was one point, so it was two, when I read it, it was one point, it was like $2 million, but the settlement, but um, actually, it was 1.5, and... Just stupid. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna look at this. So according to Complex, it says Dr. Dre wins legal battle and divorce won't have to pay 1.5 million to estranged wife. Okay, this article came out uh, October first. Came out yesterday. A judge has rejected Dr. Dre's estranged wife Nicole Young's request for 1.5 million to pay various expenses such as security. The judge also dismissed her request to expedite Dre paying five million for lawyer fees. Young's lawyer were in court on Thursday urging the judge to accept her $1.5 million claim, dollar claim for, sec- for security since she's getting death threats. Oh, whose fault is that? Um, here's the thing. I feel like there's there's ways to troll people, and I'm here for the trolling and having a good laugh and just having a good time. You know, don't take it too serious. But when you attack people's family, you start th- uh, giving people death threats and... I think that's just too much when you start saying, like, you know what I'm saying, um, SMD, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know what that means, look that up in the Urban Dictionary. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for all that. Not for, I'm not here for the SMD and the I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill your family. I'm not here for none of that. But the trolling and just having, a, you know, teasing is having fun, you know, it's just jokes and stuff like that. But it, then it turns, but sometimes it turns into bullying. And I am not with all of that. You know, so the death threats are not cool for the people out there that were doing that. Part of the reason why the judge rejected her request is because she let her security team go. So your fault, which Dre was already paying for. So Dr. Dre was already paying for security. So he wanted more money to pay for the security, even though he let him go. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway, she alleged that Dre had been controlling and wanted to bring on her own security, saying Dre warned her that he would fire her security if they didn't do what he said. Dre's lawyer told the judge that the hip-hop moguls inclined to pay Young's expenses, including security, which the judge accepted. Young's lawyer also urged the judge to advance the hearing regarding the $5 million for attorney fees, wanting it to move from January to this month. However, the judge said no. 
when the judge so the judge pretty much just said I have other stuff to worry about yada 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 who cares what Trey said this all seems like the wrath of an angry person being exacerbated by opportunistic lawyers he also revealed that he's already paid five million in lawyer fees with young for their divorce now it, it might have sounded like I was a little monotone because I really just didn't care about Dr. Dre and his wife um it was just funny because, like, you see this all the time in the news. People try to get over. Always, always try to get over on somebody, you know. And you just hear about this stuff all the time. And I talked about this story on the pod, so I might as well have just a, This is a good way to finish it up and just wrap it up. And hopefully we don't hear nothing about this because we people need to really mind their business. And, you know, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, who cares about that? But, man, let's talk about the election. Anyway, so moving on from that, let's talk about the election. Man, the debates? Oh, my goodness gracious. It's just ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I so I was going to watch the debates. I was planning on watching the debate. I think it was on that Tuesday. So LeBron played that Monday. Do you play that Monday? No, LeBron played that Wednesday. He played this Wednesday, first game, second game, Friday, they won. But um, anyways, that's besides the point I'm trying to make. So the debate was on Tuesday on the 29th of September, and I fell asleep around like 6. I was tired, I fell, so I fell asleep, but I really wanted to watch the debate, so I was like, okay, I'm going to watch the debate. But I, I, got, I, cast, I caught like the last 45 minutes of it, and it was a complete dumpster fire. It was terrible. It, it was so incoherent babble. Like, as a president, as a man, you want, if another man asks you a question, you want to answer that question. I didn't have, I like what Biden was saying, but I just didn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could like what somebody is saying. It's, it could be sweet. It could be music to your ears, but I didn't believe what Biden was saying. Everybody's like, I'm going to cry watching this. I'm like, I'm not. This is, this is exactly what people wanted. You wanted Biden. I wanted Buttigieg. And Biden picked Harris. Both these guys have made a living off of putting... Uh, are people in jail, black people in jail, black and brown people in jail. So they've made a living off this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And Trump's the ultimate bully. Trump is the worst arguer on planet Earth because Trump doesn't argue with no points. He just argues with, he argues with no facts. He attacks you. He attacks the person instead of like what this person is actually saying, which sucks because Biden tried to play fair, um, but it just didn't, it didn't look good for Biden. And everybody's like, Trump's smoking Biden. But I'm like, he's smoking him because he's just saying the louder stuff. It's like saying, for a prime example, for a music example, when uh, Jay-Z dissed Nas and, you know, he came out with the Takeover. Takeover's actually a better song than Ether. But he just said the bigger stuff. He just said the louder stuff that got everybody's attention. The same with uh, Duppy and the story in the um in the one that Pusha T came out. It's like Story of the Adian or something like that. Like, Pusha T said you know, playing Dead Beat Patrol or whatever and let that boy come home or whatever. Like, Drake was just, Drake had, like, he was rapping and Push T was just saying stuff. You know what I'm saying? He was just saying all the bold stuff and, you know. But um, back to the debate, that's how it was. That's how I felt. It just felt like there was one person who was trying to keep it clean and keep it, like, about the question. And there was another person that was just like, man, I don't care. I'm going to attack you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's terrible. 
Like, I have to pick between both of these guys. Like, that that's the thing that gets at me every time. Because I'm just like, I don't want to pick between Trump or Biden. I just don't want to pick between the two. And everybody's like, well, you're going to have to pick. But it's a, it's a, it's a weird predicament because you're telling people, you're telling people that are, I'm new to vote. Like, I'm new to vote. I haven't voted locally. I haven't voted for the primary. I haven't voted for none of that stuff. Because one, I forgot to, and two, I just, you know, I don't, I don't pay attention enough to even know who to vote for, what policies, and it's just too much. And it's all, and I know people are BSers. I, this is like the current, it's like a current, like, I always say this, this is the current occurrence on this podcast. I always say this. This statement is always reoccurring because it is the truth. And I will keep saying it because it will always be the truth. People are BSers. It's hard for me to get into politics when it's not about my people, when my people are not involved in these conversations. I don't care about Kamala Harris. You can have her and try to get the black vote. It wouldn't work. Black people don't like her, period. And you and she got and to me it's like politicians lie to kick it. You ain't gotta lie to kick it. Be yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like say what you wanna say and but also mean what you say. Don't just don't just be saying BS and don't mean it. Because you're for the betterment of the people. In America, this is really just to pick the spokesman up for America. Period. I never really pay attention to politics because and, and everybody says well, you gotta pay attention if you want to vote, but my people are not included in this conversation, period. And you're talking about voting the people in to have these people included in the conversation, but they won't pick the people. They don't pick people that look like us. They're picking people that have two or three degrees. That's not what that's not what goes on in the hood. That's not what's going on in Skyway where people gotta work two jobs. That's not what's going on in the south side of Chicago. That's not, that's not what's going on in Slauson or Crenshaw. That's not what's going on. So it's hard for us. And, and I find it funny that we are politically illiterate. But I find it funny that they tell us that it's very important to be politically literate. But you don't teach us. You don't, you're not helping our cause. I think more people would care about voting if they cared about voting. I think people, more people would care about it if, they, if that was like the first thing on their list. For white people, that's like the first thing they could worry about is voting. Period. Every year. We can't worry about that because we got to worry about how we going to feed our family. How we going to pay the rent. How we going to pay the bills. It's already 30 times harder on us when we came out the womb. It was already 30 times harder for us. So now you're telling us to vote because it's super important. It's important for you. It's not important for me. Because the people we the person we wanted in there is not in there. And that's Bernie. Biden said, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. So I don't know how. He thinks he's going to get away with this. I don't know how he thinks he's going to get away with it. Um, but back to Trump and Biden, the presidential debate, it was a whole Trump didn't, uh, he didn't, um, not dismiss. Um, I don't want to say renounce either. It's the same word. Uh, he just didn't, he didn't, he didn't, I don't, I'm going to say he didn't renounce white supremacy. Neither did Biden. I don't know if renounce is the correct term for that you know, for that sentence, but he just didn't, he didn't say nothing about it, he didn't kill it, he just told him to stand down and stand by, like, bro, what kind of garbage is that, in a country accent, like, you're joking around, like, you're not taking this serious, you know what I'm saying, he's talking about the leftists and all this stuff, and how he's not right, and how his views are not right, but you're telling these white supremacists to stand by and stand down, like, like, this doesn't make any sense, like, you can't say that. And Biden's no better because Biden was like, yeah, say it, say it. He was antagonizing him like, dude, you say it. You should be the one lead by example. Because if he said it, if you Biden, if you would have said that, Trump would have said that. 
it's tit for tat. He wants to, you got to keep up. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, Trump didn't answer none of the questions. When I watched it, I was like, he didn't answer none of the questions. He won't answer none of the questions because he has no answer to the questions. And everybody was like, you notice how Biden was looking at his notes the whole time and this, that, and the third. Well, I'm like, he, Biden, because Biden has something to say. Biden came prepared. You can make fun of the guy for, you know, being um, older. He's an older gentleman, so his brain is it, it's not firing. It's not firing off like somebody who's like 25. Trump just goes off the top of his head, so it's easier for him. But if Biden is trying to make a serious case for him to win the presidency, period. And if it was against Buttigieg, Trump won. I don't think Trump would win the debate. He'd probably win the election again, but he wouldn't win the debate. But even against Warren, wouldn't one win? You know, it's just it's sad that I have to pick between these two people. That people that are eighteen have to pick between these two people. It's hard to pick between the lesser of two evils. And you expect us to be okay with this decision to pick Biden when Biden doesn't know. It's gonna be the same thing. It's going to be the same thing as Trump. Trump didn't do nothing for four years. Um, and I, feel, I, have a, I, have a, I have a feeling that Biden's not going to do nothing for four years either. And you could be like, well, you're not even listening to what Biden has to say. It's all plans and BS. It's not even plans. It's all promises and BS. It's not, it, there hasn't been a concrete plan. There hasn't been a concrete plan. Trump never said anything that was concrete when he won. And he just won. He just won off the strength of being loud and brash. And being arrogant and being a narcissist. That's why Trump won. Trump didn't win because he had promises and plans. He was just talking out the side of his neck. And he appealed to the masters. That's what Trump did. I'll give respect to Trump for that. Trump doesn't go back on his word. Eh, I wouldn't say that. But Trump appeals to the masters. And he appeals to his particular audience. And he, particular, he, and he appeals to white America who feels the way Trump feels. So... He appeals to them, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? And it sucks because it's like we had to. I had to deal with that. Before. We had to deal with that for four years. You know what I'm saying? Like it is terrible. You know, and no one wants to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that. But I feel like Biden ain't gonna make it any better. Biden is not gonna make any of this better, which sucks because it's like it just sucks, man. It just sucks. It just sucks. It just sucks. So who do I vote for? I don't even know. It's like seeing. It's like looking at. It's like watching Tory Lanez and Meg argue about who shot me, who didn't. Like, bro, I don't know who shot you. Let alone, do I care who shot you? The problem is, who do I believe? Who do I? Who do I believe? I don't believe Trump. I don't believe Biden. I don't believe Pence. I don't believe Harris. I don't believe what they're saying to be true. Trump said that the reason why there's climate change is because there's a lot of dead roots in the tr in the ground. I didn't understand it. And these guys are talking about a trillion dollar plan. I'm like, you guys are just wasting your money. Just cut down on certain stuff. Just cut down. Just cut down on the coal factories if we still even have coal factories. Make everything electric. It's our, we already have a high carbon footprint. Already just, you know, cut down on certain stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cut down on the greenhouse gases. Just cut down on certain things, and I guarantee you the world will be fine. Um, It's just ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. And I don't understand why they just don't want to address the certain, the real stuff that's going on in the country. They won't address the real stuff that's going on in the country. 
And the, uh, the back to the point I was saying about Trump and how he was whipping Biden, he wasn't playing fair, quote-unquote. I've seen that a lot on Twitter. And it's about Trump wasn't playing fair and he was he's getting at Biden and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. And it, it, it went back to the same. I had two things I was thinking about when I was at work. It was like, one of them was everybody, and everybody knows the saying, like, cheaters never prosper. That's totally BS. And I think it's not a... Literally, cheaters do prosper because cheaters are going to get what they want at the end of the day. I think it's more of a character thing and a moral thing when people say cheaters never prosper because they never feel good or they never, never feel like they earned it. But at the end of the day, cheating is a skill, and Trump's mastered that skill. So you could say cheaters never prosper, but Trump has cheated his way up to the top being a, a con man. and a, He's a con man, you know? If that's true, what are you talking about? You pay 700 Fifty dollars in taxes. I pay more taxes than Trump, and I work part time. Well, that is ridiculous. That should never be the case ever. You see what I'm saying? So if Trump, if that's true about Trump, Trump's going to jail for sure. They can't. I'm talking about we'll protect him. No, Trump's going to go to jail because he's been getting away with that for how long? Lord knows. He wouldn't release his tax records. I wonder why. If he's paying seven hundred fifty bucks a year, or for whatever whatever particular year that came out as, then there's no way this man should be. This man should be in jail. You can't be like, well, we can't put him in jail because he's Donald Trump. Nah, BS. You could put, you could put little Ray Ray in jail for selling weed when le- when 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 weed is legal. Like you can put him in jail. You could put him in jail for having a certain amount of weed on him, and that's illegal. But weed's legal with no intent, and they make a bull stuff. Uh, BS of reasons why or in, intent to distribute. How do you know? You don't know. You're just saying that because that's what it, that's what you would do. Terrible advice. Don't ever say. Don't ever say what I would do. Don't ever say that. All right. And I talked about that on the pod. So, Trump's a con man. Biden. He's just he's just not quick enough. He's not witty enough. He can't retort quick enough. He stutters too much. I don't believe in that. You, you gotta have. You gotta be on your p's and q's. I like how he had his notes and he came professional and he came ready. You know what I'm saying? And it was a tale of two cities because uh tale of two, uh, two sides of the coin. After uh, the, the debate, obviously they didn't shake hands because of COVID and those guys are these guys are 158 years old. Biden and his wife kissed each other and hugged or whatever, and it was just Trump and then his wife just holding hands. Like that was it. And then you could just tell, I'm just like, that matters. That shot to me matters. They made that a point, like, look at Biden. Look how he's unified with his wife and how his wife loves him. And look at Trump. His Trump's wife does not love him. Rightfully so. His son don't even like him. Nobody likes Donald Trump. Like, I don't... And he could be like, everything I did was for you guys. For, for talking about for his family. Yeah, but you scammed and you cheated your way to the top. You didn't earn this. And if that's the American dream, then so be it. The American dream, they're like, oh, this is the American dream? Yeah. Cheaters, cheaters always prosper in America. They're just turn a blind eye if you're their best friend. It doesn't matter. It'll never matter. You know what I'm saying? And then Trump came out talking about I got COVID. And I'm like, bro, I don't even know what to believe anymore. Trump got COVID. People are like, he's going to bounce back from it and then he's going to win because of COVID. If that's a strategy, then he's just mocking COVID. Because he'll come out and say, he already said I already knew about COVID two weeks before it came to the U.S. 
And if he comes out and beats it for like, and he, and he quarantines himself for two weeks and everything's fine, he's like, yeah, I never really had it. That was just a stra- uh, strategy to win. Then he mocked all those people that have passed away in the world from COVID. They're laughing. They're, people are looking at us. Countries are looking at us because we can't follow simple rules from the president. The president does this and mocks this. And man, this is, man, we're just, we're doomed. Uh, this, the moral of the story of, for that debate, if you watch that debate, we're just doomed, period. You watch those two hours, we're doomed. It doesn't really matter. Who you vote for, I'm probably going to vote for Biden just because I'm, I'm not even a political party. I'm a black nationalist. I'm here for my people. That should be a thing, a black nationalist. We, there's not a lot, and people think that's racist. It's not racist. I'm here for my people. That doesn't mean I'm not here for your people. I'm here for mine first, period. Period. Doesn't mean I'm racist. Doesn't mean I don't like white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, Indian people, whatever people. Doesn't mean I don't like them. It's just that I'm here for my people and my people for my for the advancement of my people. I want to see my people do great things, and I know we are capable of doing great things. Besides killing and we're killing one another for no reason. Just because we twist our fingers. To, this I'm off. I'm off the debate. This is now. I'm talking about some real stuff that my people need to like really get a get a clue, get a grip. There's been too many summers over. I understand that. There's been too many people. There was too many fallen kings. Um, over the summertime, it was a hot. It was a cold summer. You know what I'm saying? It was a cold summer. We couldn't go outside, and people found idle times and double time, and. We found out that people have really, we found out, if anything that I've learned from people over the summer is that they, a lot of people my age, got, first of all, graduated high school and have nothing going for themselves. There's people that got, are getting killed. People that had aspirations of playing football or doing something big and taking care of the family, helping their family. And my people are just people, period, have killed people like that, have ambitions. You're killing people that had dreams. You're killing dreams, really. And you're killing our dreams because if they do it, that's when that's that's one of us. We're supposed to feel good and feel happy, but we're killing each other because of we. They twist the finger, they twist their fingers a certain way, and or they bang a different color, and I don't like that. It's corny, man. It's petty. That's some female stuff right there. If you want to really break it down, that's petty. That's petty. And I'm not trying to disrespect nobody that lives that life. But here's the thing: you need to understand this. People that actually are for real about that life will tell you that stuff's petty. They don't even create problems. Where problems don't exist. They, they're not going to create problems where problems don't exist, period. The people out there that are killing these random people, they're killing these these these, soul, these these kings and queens early, prematurely, corny. It's really corny. It's, it's, really, it's really petty. You know, we got to stop killing one another. And you're killing somebody's uh, son, somebody's daughter, somebody's, you know, like, what are you doing? Somebody's brother, somebody's cousin, somebody's grandbaby. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never that deep. Just because they twist their fingers a certain way and they rep a certain color, you don't like them. That makes no look. Look how that doesn't make it. Just look how this. Listen to how that sounds. And picture in your head: Can you kill somebody for twisting their fingers a certain way and repping a different color? No, I cannot. I can't do it because maybe I have morals and ethics. I can't. I can't do that. I can't kill somebody because they twist their fingers a certain way. I can't. Forget these colored dreams, man. The, the, they, don't, they don't care about you, man. The, the streets don't care. They never will. And everybody's like, well, I can't get away from it. Yeah, you can. If you really wanted to, you would. You would. 
You make a conservative effort to get about the hood. That's real. You would do whatever it takes. You would go to school. You would be in after-school programs, extracurricular programs, or helping your community. Doing something that's productive. But shooting, riding around, shooting people, selling drugs, it's not productive enough. It's not, it's, it's not productive. And if you're going to do that, then you are the community. Then you help the community. You give that money back to the community. You police the community. You just don't run around killing people just because. Because they looked at me a certain way. I don't like them. They beefing with somebody. He has sex with my girl or my baby mama. Bro, whatever. Life goes on. Once you take his life, his problems are done and yours are just getting started. Period. You have a guilty conscience for the rest of your life. Knowing that you killed somebody's son, somebody's daughter, somebody's grandbaby, somebody's brother, somebody's cousin. Like, somebody's, some, you know, you just do, man, it makes me, I can't understand it. Because you want to look cool? No one thinks that's cool. Literally. And for the little girlies that think that is cool, they don't have no clue. They haven't grown up yet. But watch. And you're not doing this for them. You're doing this for, you're doing this for the block. You're doing this for the hood, quote unquote. It's corny. Let's stop it. I told you what to do. Be, be more productive. Be about the community. Be about something. Stand on something. Because right now you're living for nothing. You're going to die for nothing. You're going to die the same reason why you kill somebody. Because it's some, the twisted, you twisted the, my, you tested your fingers the wrong way and you repped the wrong color. It's crazy. These, get, these, 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 these are ghetto dreams. These are ghetto dreams. You're hood famous. You're not famous. You ain't got no money. That's short money. That's bail money. And it sucks. You can't get a job if you're a felon. You can't vote if you're a felon. You can't make real change in this world if you're a felon. Because they already look at you, you got a certain stigma. You got that pink, you got that scarlet letter on your chest. And I'm not even meaning talking about, you got that, you got some scarlet on your chest. And I'm not talking about no letter. You can't even get one of those. You can't get a job. You can't flip burgers at McDonald's. But you got some scarlet, and it has a circle, and they got a love circle in there. You got a bullseye on you. You know what I'm saying? You a target. Why become a target when you become something greater? That don't even make any sense to me. It's petty. It's really petty. It's really petty. And I and I feel bad. I and I really I really feel bad for people that gotta go through that. You know, like that worrying, that stressing. You know what I'm saying? I just don't get it. Um, but it sucks, man. This and this is real. I feel bad, you know, because we always killing each other, and I can't understand why. And it makes me sad. It makes me really, really upset. And I'm frustrated because it's like I want everybody to do great, and I know everybody can do great things, but we're killing our dreams. We're killing each other. Like we shouldn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? We shouldn't have to kill kill each other <clears throat> for nothing, for clout, for nothing. It, it shouldn't be like that, man. And it, and it sucks. And it really sucks. But it's just, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, and it sucks. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't got the pro. I, I, I know the problems. I don't have all the solutions because it's a collective whole that we have to take care of each other. Um, we have no choice. Like, there's 42 million black people, 42 million plus black people in America. We make up about 12% of the population of Americans. 
we have to understand that 12%, we don't even make up 15% of America. So we have to understand that we need each other. And I think once that we get that in our heads, I think we'll be fine. But um, other than that, you know, the second saying I had in work, in work, and this is another, this kind of, the other saying, it kind of wraps, it kind of wraps it all together a little bit. Is you know you know you know like the the, the nursery rhyme or let's just an elementary saying like boys go to college or girls go to college to get more knowledge boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. In all actuality, we're just all stupid. Like I really realized that. Like we're all kind of like stupid. Like there isn't no who's smarter than who. We all make mistakes. We're all ignorant. Ignorance is bliss unless you really know. Then you're just ignorant. And yeah, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupid, or girls go to college to get more knowledge. I'm like, that doesn't even make remotely any sense, but can't go to Jupiter, one. And you acquiring knowledge from college, it doesn't help your case for being smarter than me or more intelligent than, and vice versa. It doesn't matter. But I just realized that, like, that's just certain stuff I just been thinking about. I'm like, man, we just really say that and really mean that type stuff, you know what I'm saying? And get offended over that type stuff. But in all actuality, we're all the same. <laughs> like, no one's better than one person. You know what I'm saying? And like my boy J. Cole said, you know, there's always going to be people, there's always going to, I'm paraphrasing it, there's always going to be a whip that's fresher than the one you got. There's always going to be clothes that's better than the ones you got. You know, fresher clothes that's, you know, there's going to be a better girl out there on the tours. You know what I'm saying? But you ain't never going to be happy. Until you love yours. And I think that's very important. That we just need to love you. You need to love yours. Love yourself. Love your people that are in your circle. And just, you know, love yours. And that's very important. A lot of a lot of a lot of J. Cole themes in this in this in this episode. You know, you got Love Yours from 2014 Forest Hill Drive. And then you got KOD, Killing Our Dreams, Kids on Drugs. Two beautiful and great albums that if you haven't listened to in a long time, I suggest you go check those guys back out. But that will that's about it for this episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. I'm your host, like every the time, the king of Washington, the voice of Washington, never ignorant, getting goals accomplished. It is your boy, Diaz York. I'm out of the billy, and I will see you guys later. I'm out. Peace.